happy Wednesday. Happy, happy Wednesday. And you are all nearing the end of the year of 2022. Wow. 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 I must say this year was a great year. It was a good year as we are all learning to acclimate or adjust to shifting markets. We, we spoke a lot about that, I think, during the second half of 2022 on the show. We've been talking about shifting markets, but it's still a good market. There's still some good meat in here that uh, I was doing some late research just on show topics and conversations with different loan companies, interviews I was reading late last night to about one o'clock this morning. And I said, you know, overall, I can see that we get, we're going to squeeze out a good you know, another good 12 to 18 months out of this market as we adjust. What does that mean? I'll get into that shortly. Say hi, say hello. Make sure you press one down below. Let's me know you're here. Press two lets me know you shared it. And uh, let's get into the show. I've got a great show for you today. Um, In fact, I was thinking about, you know, squeezing out these next 18, 24 months, or excuse me, 12 to 18 months. And depending on just kind of external factors, we may get 24 months out of it. But I, I feel I'm feeling good about a 12 month to 18 month window in terms of pricing, in terms of rates and jobs. And this is why I wanted to focus today on alternatives to down payment programs, alternative solutions to the great resignation of 2022. So I've titled or captioned this show today. By the way, we are on episode 189. That's fantastic. We're doing a thing. Um, and I captioned it, employer-assisted housing programs. I had another one I wanted to discuss with you as well, but I think I'll maybe top off the year with that. And it's Freddie and Fannie Mae's uh, down payment assistance programs that you can utilize. It's 3% down. It's got some good stuff in there. Like it's not just for first time buyers. So I think we'll culminate this year with just talking about accessing the money. I implore, you know, to all my agent and industry colleagues and fellows to it's so important if you're a real estate professional to learn how to finance your deals, because there's really a small percentage of people who are purchasing cash or with cash. So it's important how to access the money so that you can get your listing sold. Very, very important. And I, I reflect on this because I just, we just listed um, three land lots. So we listed three vacant lands um, and it's so important how to finance something like that. If someone's not sitting on cash and it's a great opportunity, a great way to take advantage of rates, take advantage of building from ground up uh, and just being involved in the process. Most people will ask me, is it cheaper to build than, you know, just buy a house um, outright? And I just say, yes. That's why builders are in the business of building. If if it wasn't, if there if there was no real profit, if there was no real good margins in there, they wouldn't do it. And so, yes, the answer is essentially yes. I think I had one of the students ask me that. One of the scholars, young scholars in our boot camps, had asked me that very question. 
And I was like, yeah, when I broke it down to them, they were like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, uh, let's talk about your 2023 goals. I know I'm jumping ahead, even though we're kind of culminating 2022, but I think it's good to not wait till 2023. That's why we're starting it now. We know we have what, we're in day 21. How many days left? That means we're just shy of 10 days. Wow, 10 days to the end of the month. So instead of saying when 2023 comes, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Start now. Instead of saying until 2023 is here, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, there's uh, other than, you know, New Year celebration, there's really like no big, great event that happens between the hour of 1231 and 1-1 between December 31st and January 1st. You're just now on another day on the calendar. So it's, I think, important for you to set intentions now. Some of you may say, why do you think it's important? And who are you anyway to tell me what to do? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> My name is Lisa Gillette. I'm also known as Super Agent. I'm the founder and creator and show host of many cool things, namely the Ready Set Real Estate brand show, uh, training camps. I am a prof professional agent trainer, speaker, author, award-winning author, international speaker, getting back to that wonderful space and place. I've been definitely project-driven as I usually am for those of you who know me and those of you who are learning me. I'm very into time blocking quarterly, time blocking. So when I speak with you, I'm usually breaking down, okay, first quarter, how'd we do? What are we doing? What are we setting? What are we expecting? And so that's just me, I guess, using my disciplined mind. I used to be an athlete you know, growing up. So I, I'm, I'm used to that. I'm used to goal setting and I'm used to being, you know, challenged. And I was hearing someone say, it was like one of these motivational speakers, I guess, or trainers or coaches or something. And it does resonate to be true, at least for me, it says what you don't need more inspiration. You don't need more motivation. What you need is discipline. And I was like, that is so true. You do need discipline, you know, because you go to these trainings, you go to these workshops and you get feel good and you're like, oh, yeah, this is so wonderful. And then when you leave or you travel back and, you know, you're past the, the, the energy of it. You now need self-discipline to put into motion the things that you learned. So that's my spiel. I, I am also an active real estate broker. And what that means is, yes, I'm actually active in the selling and buying property. Having a great time doing that because I learn. This is what I love and appreciate about this business because I'm constantly learning. There's something new to learn. Uh, we are shifting into an environment where we have to be more creative in the real estate business. That's to, our, to us as professionals. Uh, because yes, the real estate gods did grant us these wonderful low interest rates and people essentially have been spoiled because they're looking at the rates at 6%. I haven't looked at what rates are today, but the good news is, let me say this, if you were thinking that people are not buying, people are buying. In fact, I just spoke with a client. I sent them a listing last night. I was up late this morning. I was up to like one o'clock in the morning and and it's not that I was up all day long. In fact, I had I'd taken a nap and then I woke up. 
And so uh, call me up and say, hey, yeah, we got the information. We've we got the listing you sent. When can we see it? It's December 21st. It's December 21st. Christmas is coming. New Year's is coming. Rates are doing what it's doing. The market. And the question is, when can we see it? So I want you to take that same energy and know that, listen, everyone's got their own. They're, they're, if, you're, if you're goal setting and, and your intent, because this, this family is clear on what they're looking to achieve, they want home ownership. And after kind of bouncing around between real estate professionals, they had a very candid conversation with me and said, Lisa, we're sticking with you. You know, we're sticking with you as long as it takes. And, you know, they've been patient with with the, the whole experience of things. They've switched their loans because we find better opportunities for them. In fact, the one the loan they have now, and I'm really excited about this, which is why I was like, let's talk about Fannie and Freddie Mae. They have something similar. They're they're using a loan product that is uh, census track driven, meaning if you're going to purchase in a particular area, then the loan that you get has no private mortgage insurance. I mean, that right there is the equivalent of a car note if you're calculated based on a half a million dollar house. Can you imagine that savings? And I, I think that only comes into perspective. I'm like doing this and like, wait a minute, we've got a radio podcast too. Show of hands, right? Show of hands. <laughs> Can you imagine that savings? And you've got to put it in perspective when you know the components of your mortgage, P-I-T-I. P-I-T-I, before I add mortgage insurance, is P-I-T-I. What is my P-I-T-I? My principal, interest, taxes, insurance makes the total housing expense plus the private mortgage insurance or the mortgage insurance premium, depending which loan product you're using, conventional, FHA, that kind of thing. But guess what? There's products out there and you've got to work with the lender that is selling these products. You're not going to Freddie and Fannie Mae directly. Essentially, you are working with the lenders that are approved to offer these programs, which is why I say to people, if you get a no or you don't meet the qualifying ratios from one lender and you get turned away, find another lender. There's money out there. Find another lender. That's what it means to be an advocate for homeownership, I think. That's me. That's what it needs to be an advocate. Not all lenders do all programs. Some specialize. Some specialize and do just uh, low income to medium income programs. They know how to tap into the money and they know how to layer those programs with, you know, two, three loans. Not my favorite. So I just recommend just really understanding if it's a good fit for you, especially as you are on this journey. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see. So we've covered goals. We've talked about who I am. Make sure you like and subscribe, of course. Turn on that notification bell. Uh, that way you receive the reminders of when we're coming on. What else did I want to say? Uh, we will be doing, uh, so we will be bringing back workshops for 2023. I do have it on my calendar to block out the dates and block out the subjects and we're just we're, we're getting back into it. So I'm really excited about that because we're going to kick kick that off. Not until March, because I'm my January is completely booked and February. I'm going to take a little break after really kind of putting the gas, you know, pedal to the metal in January. I'm going to kind of woosaw, 
just a bit in February before we come back, but you will expect to see some marketing happening in January and February for those workshops that are going to happen in March of 2023. Make sure if you're not already on our mailer or on list to get on the list. We're going to go ahead and update the link. I noticed, um, again, not your fault. It's not, it's not, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. I'm not going to take the blame either. Uh, but I do have a link where you can register and get on our list so that you can stay up to date to all the new and exciting things that are happening on this side of Ready, Set, Real Estate. All right. Good stuff. Agreed. We're all in agreement. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. I'm feeling good about today. So before I jump into, um, I will share slides. So we'll almost do this as classroom style. Before I do that, I do want to thank our uh, sponsor. Today's sponsor, of course, is Omnis Property Solutions. And I invite you, if you are interested in being a, a, sh a show sponsor, send me a message, send me an email, text, email is welcomed. Uh, for those of you who are tuning on our radio podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the number is 323-488-3265. That's 323-488-3265. And you can call slash, uh, so text, I should do it this way, call or text. And you know what, that, because it's my direct number, you can call or text. If you have questions, you're interested in show sponsor, you want to collaborate, um, you know, you've got some ideas, some concepts, something that you want to connect with that you feel, you know, is, is this is the time? Don't hesitate to give me a ring, okay? I do answer the phone. I, my husband and I were just talking about this, and he was like, "You are, you, you definitely make yourself available." And I think if you're in a business or you run a business, you should be making yourself available. You'd be surprised. I hear the complaints. I see, I see your posts. I see people posting of like the the customer service that sucks when you are connecting with people. And, and businesses. And so it's like, I put myself in that position. If I were on the other end of it, what is my client experience? What is the client journey? How do I want them to experience uh, our services? So for me, it's important. Answer the phone, pick up the phone, connect, connect, connect. All right. Good stuff. So call or text 323-488-3265. Got any questions, got any ideas, want to be a show sponsor, uh, anything, collaboration, workshops, because I just said 2023, we're going to kick that off. If you've got something, if you're an expert in your area that you can bring to the uh, community that we are building, then reach out to me. All right. Wonderful. Of course, shout out to those of you who are tuning in on the ERGJ Enterprise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, and I know I've been going in for a while and I just didn't even do the courtesy of doing sound check, especially because when I walked into the office, um, one of my pieces had dropped. And so I just want to make sure that we're good on sound. Because I've done that. I've gone like a whole show and it's like 16 minutes in. 16 minutes in. Okay, cool. There we go. I've gone 16 minutes in before like, and and not until somebody was like, hey, I can't hear you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. All right. When we come back after the sponsor break, I'll have the slides up and we're going to talk about 
employer assisted housing. And when I think this is a great solution, that's uh, it's more than 30 year old solution uh, that's been around. Some companies have implemented. I think it's time to get back to it, especially as we're noticing uh, employees experiencing great resignation. Yes, there's also the loud layoffs, as they're calling it. But I think there's something here that we should discuss, revisit, and um, advocate for both not just uh, the the employers, but the community. There's so many benefits that we're going to touch on uh, right after the sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. And we're back. I'm just preparing our slide here. So let's get back to it. Uh, When I prepare that, does something weird with my screens. And we're going to share. Share the screen. Wonderful. Good stuff here. Did I say we are in episode 189? Yes. I'm definitely going to. I've been bragging lately, just uh, just a gentle bragging of the fact that our radio podcast, thanks to you, your our listeners, and just your continued love and support of I just I, I would just say overall me and just this wild idea of saying, you know, I want to create a podcast or I want to create a show. And this thing has just morphed. And you've watched me grow. You've watched me go from the sound bites to video, to now trailers, to infomercials and and merch. Listen, it just, if you, if you can see it in the mind's eye, you can achieve it. That's all I have to say to that. Other than I want to say a continuous thank you and appreciation for all of you who are tuning in because we hit the top 25% podcast listened to. That's great. I feel good about that feel good. You know why? Because the numbers weren't like, I honestly did not have a goal. I don't have a goal to be like the number, you know, top 1% of podcasts. And if that were a goal, there'd be a lot more money I'd be pumping into podcasting, right? Um, Just kind of promotions, advertising. I'd have a whole digital marketing team that's really like just pumping, pumping. We did do that. We did bring on some help to just really increase our YouTube numbers and our YouTube presence, because that's key in terms of, for a couple of reasons, if you're an entrepreneur or business owner, having that YouTube presence complements and supports the business aspect because YouTube is one of the largest search engines. And so if we're in real estate and we know people are searching on topics and education, learning to learn hacks, everyone wants to know the shortcut. It's so important to be there where people are. So I want to say thank you. We also learned that more and more people are podcasting. That's wonderful. Podcasting will continue to grow into the billions, more billions. It is a billion dollar industry already. 
And it'll continue to be that. As I've noticed my growth in podcasting, the industry itself started to create their own podcast shows. And I noticed some of the big organizations now offer their podcasts. And so I, I say, listen, if you've been thinking about podcasting, don't hesitate, do it now. If you'd like to learn more, in fact, I will be kicking off one of the workshops on how to set up your podcast in one, two, three, four easy steps, because that's where I started from. No major expensive equipment. In fact, uh, I used to have a green screen. As you notice, I don't use the green screen anymore. Gosh, you remember the green screen days? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was so important to have the wall. Like, had to, and now we, I don't even, it's not, it's not even an issue. It's not even an issue. So, I say there's 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 so much growth that has happened and I'm just so pleased and excited. So when I looked at the Spotify 2022 wrapped wrapped up and I saw the numbers and I saw the data and we've got audiences tuning in in Germany, in Kenya, Cameroon, Argentina. I was like, "Whoa, you're talking about world wide web. There is no limit." The 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 message for me was how dare I put a limit on myself, you know, how dare I think I'm only going to reach people in my 10 mile radius or people in, you know, Los Angeles, people in California, how dare I place a limit? And that's, that's where I'm at with it, y'all. That's where I'm at with it. Okay. Employer assisted housing. And let's get into it. What is employer assisted housing? Essentially it's a down payment program offered through the employer to their employees. Now, why are we talking about this? Uh, again, I, I opened up the show discussing that there are a couple of things that are happening in the socioeconomic arena. We are watching uh, two things happening, the great resignation and then these loud layoffs. And so what I'm noticing is I'm hearing and I've just been reading, I've been you know looking in and following the research and the surveys and the data, right? Follow the data that employers are complaining that the work from home is not as effective as they thought it would be. And so being able to have people work in the office, create that office culture and have some skin in the game, that's having some skin in the game, you being present, you being uh, in that arena creates, you know, adds to that more creativity. So with that, I go back to, well, let's address a couple things. Interest rates are rising. Housing prices hit double digits. Why not? Why not get back to the employer-assisted housing where the employer can offer a forgivable loan? This is a forgivable loan that covers down payments, that helps you purchase in an area close to work, right? Or that's reasonably close to work. I mean, for most will commute 45 minutes to an hour and it's not essentially the entire commute. It's just traffic because depending where you are, you may be in a car state. I'm in California. I'm a California broker. So this is a car state. I just came from the DMV and uh, <laughs> I just came from the DMV and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all these people. Just like, that's a machine there at the DMV. Kudos, to, hats off to those of you who work at the DMV. 
uh, DMV and post office people. Like shout out and kudos to you. Yeah, you definitely have to have a certain, you know, special patience and place in your heart to do that level of customer service, customer service. People frustrated, usually long lines, long wait, you know, they're even, you know, feeling limited, cars, tickets, suspensions, revocations, all kinds of stuff going on. So same thing with mail. I heard this person go into the mail office and they were complaining, you know, mailman delivered to the wrong address and, and they gave it to my neighbor and I'm suing my neighbor and I have a restraining order and he, he got my mail. I know he opened my mail. Yo, people are just going through it. People are going through it. And let me pause here. Let, so let me just kind of take a step back as we're talking about employer-assisted housing. And I'm, I'm still on track here. I'm still in the context of this because what we're seeing magnified with all these issues and frustrations that people are experiencing has to do with, usually comes down to basic needs, housing, food, money, money I'm going to call security. It just comes down to basic needs housing, food, and security. And security comes in the forms of money. Money comes in the form of jobs. And so if we've got people experiencing layoffs or being concerned about being laid off, uh, same with the industry, having these different conversations with colleagues about the numbers are, you know, they're, it, they've dropped compared to last year, compared to, you know, everyone's comparing. Here's the reality. You should be focusing on what it is now. Because it won't, if you stay in comparison of what it was doing, you know, six months ago, three months ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, those are relative conversations. It serves you no purpose because you're in the here and now. You've got to deal with what the facts are. And the facts are is interest rates, depending on what your FICO is, depending what your loan product is, is going to be anywhere between five and a half and seven percent. That's what it is. So deal with it. When we deal with it head on, then we can get past to the next stage, right? Next phase of what solution can we offer? Okay, so we accept interest rates or what they are. We accept uh, pricing for what it is. What What's the next step? Great. How do we help support our employees who are dealing with housing issues? They make great money. However, they haven't saved up enough but they are going to work every day. They're paying their rent on time. They're still supporting um, their cost of living. How do we marry those two things together? And this is why we're revisiting employer-assisted housing. And when I say revisiting, it means it's not a new concept. It's the first time we're discussing it on the show, but it's not a new concept. The last time I think I've seen, uh, in fact, the last time, yeah, the last time I've seen an employer-assisted housing uh, deal, we had a listing in 2018. And this is when it actually was a, a, a prominent thing. 2018, uh, I had a buyer. We had a property that was on the market. And I mean, we were getting lowballed and people wanted what they wanted. So they were making lowball offers, anticipating that this little slowdown that we seen in the market at that time, because I've been saying it, We've only put a Band-Aid on the real estate market since 2018, and we've called it a stimulus. And now again, we've put, we're pumping another stimulus, and we've called it another stimulus. And would you believe this? Marinate on this thought. I was having a discussion with uh, one of my industry colleagues, and she said that people are making, on average, 80000 a year on being unemployed. 
And this is why we're seeing the great resignation. And people are like, instead of going to work and the commute and subjecting to myself to X, Y, and Z, I'm just going to stay home and collect these benefits. And when the well runs dry, then you're going to do what? And so we get into, you know, the snowball issue of what we're seeing happening right now is that moratoriums have ended. Banks are filing foreclosures. Uh, California is really pro-tenant. So we're going to see protections in place until uh, 2023, 2024. But then when that ends, what next? What's next? Those NODs are happening. The NOTs are happening and the auctions are happening. Ask any real estate professional who's active. Ask them if banks are foreclosing on people's houses. Ask me, Lisa. Lisa, are banks foreclosing on people's houses? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. It's a good thing I have a podcast because I could be on my soapbox because that's exactly what I'm doing today. Ranting about these factors, these, these just volatile factors that are affecting every aspect of people's lives and coping. How do we cope? So here I am talking about merging, merging these two together. Now, it's twofold. I think it's a long-term solution is what we've got to focus on. The good news is it's not a cost of taxpayer, especially those of you who are always kind of venting and ranting about how much taxes you have to pay. And it's, you know, our generations, our kids, kids, kids is going to be paying for this program and that program. And how is this an answer? So the good news is the employer-assisted housing is not going to cost taxpayers, nor does it cost the employers. In fact, the studies and research had shown for those who had implemented the program, it increased in uh, employee productivity. So it was good for business. It, inc- it increased uh, brand recognition for the business. They are winning those who implemented this to support the employees. I'm going to jump ahead and read this quote here that says research showed that those who owned a home worked harder and longer for that employer. Forgive me for not copying and pasting my resource. I'm going to um, paste it right here in the chapel. In fact, it's on the next slide. Boom, it's right there. So just want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. And it increases employee t- uh, retention. I've said that. I've, I've talked about it when we started. I'm saying it again. It increases employee retention. This is why I say long-term solution as we are witnessing this thing called a great resignation. Another quote here says that studies have shown that as workers are forced to live further from the workplace, and that's what we experience, and that's kind of what I've been thinking is going to be a problem in the future for those companies who are now requiring the employee to return to work for the four-day minimum work week. Let me say that again for the minimum four day work week. Here we go. Not the four hour day, the four day minimum work week. So if you were someone who within the last 24 months took advantage of low interest rates and you felt like, well, the world's coming to an end, I can work from home and you purchased property you know, miles, you know, 51 miles away from your job, that means you are commuting a total of three hours, three to four hours per day 
definitely would affect your life, definitely uh, wear and tear on your car. Um, when I say your life, I'm not just talking about your health. I'm talking about your family life. I've had clients say, if I make this move, I won't see my husband, is what I've heard women say of their spouses or partners. And vice versa, people say it in different contexts about their significant other that they're already making the commute, they come home late, and if we move further away for this idea of home ownership because of prices and you know the demand, I essentially am not going to have a family. My, my family unit is not going to be supported with this. And that's why I think we're seeing, we're going to see a couple of things as a result of the work from home who purchased, because I, I started to see it. I'm already hearing the conversations about we hastily purchased. This is too far. There's The commute is too long. And considering that, hey, when the market shows any signs of an uptick, I'm selling. So you're going to have a pool of those people that are going to dump, dump those properties. They're going to sell it. So opportunity soon to come with that uh, particular demographic. In fact, the work from home, I think, made up 28% of buyers this past la this last year. So very interesting, <clears throat> as we see. Another thing I wanted to point out here, and we're going to wrap this up. I wanted to keep it short and simple today. Uh, a team effort. So it's this employer assisted housing programs creates its own community, like its own uh, economy between the employer and the employee and the people that are serving those groups. It provides research and supports to the employees. Um, you, we can leverage state and local financial assistance programs because in addition to the employer assisted housing program, you can also still bring in other programs that'll help on closing cost assistance. Then, of course, organizing home buyer workshops. Really love those. Those are always great. It's always there's always a group of people that is looking to level up and go to the next phase in their life. In fact, I had um, I had a dear friend who called, met her as a client going through you know life, and we reconnected uh, yesterday. I think it's been like five years. And she says, Lisa, I would like to meet because the question she has, is it better to rent or buy? How many people can guess what my answer was? What, what, what kind of advice did I give her? Lisa, is it better rent to buy? This is like the famous question. And most of you would be like, well, you're a broker. Clearly you earn money off of selling. So you told her it's better to buy. <clears throat> I, I, in fact, said to her, well, do you anticipate that you're going to earn more money? Was my first question. I'm going to show you the difference between a salesperson and a consultant. <laughs> she asked me, is it better rent to rent or buy? And I asked her, do you anticipate your income to change by way of increasing over time? She said, okay, okay. But she didn't ask the question because it's almost a rhetorical question. It's for you to think about what are your life goals? What are your plans? What are your intentions? 
because buying a house is not like buying a shoes where you buy it. If it doesn't fit, fit, you get to return it. That's not how that works. I've seen it. It doesn't work. Doesn't work out well. Second question I asked her, do you have a savings? For instance, properties require maintenance. I said, for example, when you purchase this property and something goes wrong with the sewer line, you have a pipe that that busts or something. Do you will you have a, a you know a cushion to help you replace that in the event the insurance doesn't cover it, or even if insurance covers it, covers it? Do you have the deductible because you do know that your insurance is not going to cover until you pay the deductible. So depending on how you built your insurance plan, if you've got a $1,000 or $2,000 deductible and you're paying your mortgage on a paycheck to paycheck and you have no savings, you can see how easily a property goes into deferred maintenance. And I've seen it. Trees are, trees are, trees are not your friends. <laughs> the trees roots are not your friends, especially with sewer lines and all that other stuff. We've seen it. Do those inspections, get an expert, you know, make sure you're doing those annual checks. In fact, I'm going to continue to encourage my clients and we are collaborating with our inspectors on doing annual checks for our clients so that they also are not hit with uh, oopsies and surprises uh, with their property over time because, your home needs to be maintained. Yes, we're talking about here in California. A lot of our properties are like 90, 80 to 9, 80 plus years old. Not going to fall down tomorrow. But with that comes issues, roof, foundation, electrical, uh, it just comes plumbing. It comes with issues on the big t- ticket items if they have not been maintained and or serviced over a period of time. So she said to me in response to that, and I said, do you have a cushion? I said, the reason being is because as a homeowner, those are your responsibilities. Those are your responsibilities. And she said, ah, she said, this is why I need, needed to talk with you. This is why. She said, because you, you're telling me the truth. You're honestly saying you're telling me the truth. So shout out to Heidi. I love you, Heidi. Great. I, I missed you. And we had a great conversation. Can't wait for brunch. And, you know, I just I just really have, I was just having this own, my own moment of reflecting. I have great people in my life, connected with good people. It's important that you're building your team of advisors. I've talked about this before, your top five. And I'm, I, I probably will close out the show with this. Okay. So Let's quickly talk about this. So level state, le- leverage state and local finance and financial assistance programs, organized home buyer workshops. The last one is um, it also provides discounts towards housing services like working with realtors, home inspectors, energy efficient programs, et cetera. But here's where I want to end this. Here is where I want to end this, right? Because I'll just make sure. Yep. Last slide. All right. So here's where I want to end this is talking about top five for today's show building your team and advisors, your mind, body, spirit, right? And I'm going to do it this way. You should have, let's start here, right? Your PCP or your um, your PCP or holistic doctor. This person is going to check in with your body. Your health is your wealth, making sure you're good, making sure you're operating at best, 
And then after that, your money, your tax advisor, you should have a CPA or an accountant tax advisor, someone who's checking in on making sure that your income is growing, that you are reaping the benefits from your earnings. And when I say reaping your benefits, just paying attention to what the tax code says. Donating money helps you make more money. In fact, it increases your brand awareness of your business owner. Uh, if you are uh, an employee and you work for a company, checking in on are you maximizing the retirement accounts uh, that you have available to you as it relates to the tax code, tax advisor. Third, your insurance broker. You guys should have an insurance advisor. That's how you protect your biggest assets. Your insurance advisor, your broker, your life, your property. Do you have those items insured? Because that's how you protect it. And you create more wealth. When something goes wrong, guess what? You file a claim. You get money to replace that and some. I noticed down, I noticed uh, locally where I drive all the time, one of the beauty salons, part of it burned down. Guess what? I'm sure they had a great insurance policy. They're getting a whole new new building. I've seen this a couple of years on, on Crenshaw right now where the train is running. There was a big church, big church there, uh, faith-based organizations. Part of the roof burnt down and, you know, and they weren't using, guess what? Got a whole new church. That's what insurance does. Life insurance is love insurance. When someone passes away, yes, you cover their burial needs, but guess what? The money's left over allows you to pay off your mortgage, buy a property, invest into a business, helps you create wealth and helps you buy more insurance. Look into that. My fourth person here is your tax, uh, not a tax attorney, your attorney, your attorney, family attorney, someone who's able to give you legal advice, looking out for your best interests. Uh, right now I'm coaching my son. We're reading this book called Don't uh, excuse me, that's not that. It is you have the right to remain innocent. So teaching our children what their constitutional rights are. What is the Fifth Amendment, Fourth Amendment? About when to talk to the police, when not to not to talk to the police. So having an attorney, family attorney, family business. And the last one, of course, can't cut myself out, is having a real estate broker, agent, consultant, and all these people represent your mind, body, spirit. All these people represent just creating something for the next generation and creating life comfortable for you in the now. Okay, that's it. Closed fist. With that, I say, have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week on another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Take care, guys. Oh, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa, uh, if you celebrate all of that. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Be safe, be well. We'll see you next week before we wrap up 2023 on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Take care. Mm -hmm.